Good morning from Freedom Prepper. It's October 9, 2020. Here's what you need to know. Netflix charged with felony over cuties. A grand jury in Tyler County, Texas, indicted the satanic pedophile propaganda corporation for sexualizing young girls in the French film. As charged and as the law stands in Texas, no one, unfortunately, faces prison time. And, if convicted, the evil corporation will only face a trivial fine. Still, this is a start. The DOJ should also move in, arrest everyone connected with this criminal enterprise, seize all assets, and abolish the business, or its ability to operate in the US. Better yet, Netflix should be declared an enemy combatant terrorist organization, and dealt with summarily. For now, we take what little we can get. Do your part and boycott this insidious, anti-civilizational trash and perversion. Who else was just indicted? The St. Louis attorneys who defended themselves from the ultra-violent BLM terrorists who attacked them. No terrorists have been arrested or investigated in this political witch hunt. The governor has already vowed to pardon the good couple if they are convicted of self-defense. This is America in 2020. Who won't be charged? That's Twitter's former CEO, Dick Costolo, who recently called for murdering people who challenged the woke narrative of communism. This, of course, violated Twitter's beloved TOS, but they obviously approve of his sentiment. At least he's on record. It's official. The USDHS is an agency run by and for dual loyalists and foreign agents. As such, they naturally see heritage posterity Americans as the most lethal threat to the country they've invaded. By the way, when the Prometheans say white supremacists, what they really mean is all white people. Newsflash. If you attempt to invade a nation like Greece, unless using the DHS model, then you can expect the natives to repel your advances. Sometimes they do this with bullets. Don't invade countries that don't belong to you. Big tech, when they're not pushing child porn or suborning murder, they like to do what Farcebook just did, ban the harmless, fun ideology of Q. If it's such a fake and a LARP, then why the increasing dread and concern? Some Q is real, I am somewhat suspicious of the Q group. However, they have hit on a few things of importance. For instance, they predicted a massive declassification of the Russia. Hoax, now, the president is about to drop that bomb. I have fully authorized the total declassification of any and all documents pertaining to the single greatest political crime in American history, the Russia hoax. Likewise, the Hillary Clinton email scandal. No redactions. Of course, everyone has known most of the story since 2017, and Trump had to know as early as 2016. What now? Storm time? We're good now. Bigger deficits equals better times? We're losing more money on foreign trade, so that means the economy is improving, according to our crack-smoking economists. The national trade deficit is as high as it had been in 15 years, fueled by increased recent imports. Of course, we're still out of money and jobs, and we still don't make anything anymore. Happy days? More money is what Jay Powell screamed at Congress. Evidently not having heard the great news about a ballooning deficit, the Fed chair demands more stimulus graft. 
Big Biz will get the loot, you'll get the bill. All good. All Trump's fault. On some issues, Al Jazeera's reporting impresses me more than anything out of the West. On opinion issues, they're literally in the same boat. Here, read the hysterical rant of a Canadian who thinks he's an American in the Middle East. At least he's right about the breaking up thing. They're going to take it hard. The MSM that is, when Trump is re-elected next month. However, after the shock wears off and they sober up and dry their eyes, they'll have another four years to repeatedly claim something about Russia. Stories worth talking about today starts with. They say hard cases make bad law. So, in this story, the fact that the high school student was on probation isn't the best start. Still, was it necessary to arrest him for not wearing a useless face diaper in a Florida school? Probably not, but we live in utterly insane times. It's over. We no longer have a military. Hate to tell you, but it's true. The entire leadership at the Pentagon has joined the trillions of other American victims of the Black Death. COVID has defeated us. When every single one of these men recover next week, it really won't be them. It'll be Putin's drone army taking over. Taking a short break from the hoax of white supremacy, Steve Saylor looks at the dominance and gains of another group in terms of important, formerly important, SAT scores. How is it that all other groups are diving while Asians excel? I almost excluded this one, but it's very important for preppers heading into the future. The increasingly impressive recent Christian convert, Rush V, reviews a book about the devil's plans. The book, or just Rush's comments go far into explaining how decent people have to make their way through fallen times. It's good. Read it. Other, plausibly, religious matters, Pope, if you're inclined to believe that, Francis, this is a stretch, release the encyclical Fratelli Tutti, or all brothers. On their own, matters of society and fraternity are somewhat important for Christians and everyone else. I'll just leave you with the link and my ponderings as to what Pope Benedict XVI thinks about this. Cue the breakup song. Remember that? Greg Kinn? 1981-ish? Doug Casey remembers. And he's applying it, rationally and thoughtfully, to the coming dissolution of the dying, doomed United States. Best of all, he is correct. This will be a good thing, for good people. That's it folks. Thanks for watching this video. For each story, visit freedomprepper.com.